Hey everyone, uh, it's Chrissy here back again. Um, I did lapse a little uh, in regards to the last podcast that I did. Um, yesterday I almost lost my voice and luckily my brother had brought some raw honey over and that was actually able to help me um, get my talking back on. I've had quite a few meetings the past week and had been unwell and was kind of in and out of hospital. Uh, so there was a whole heap of stuff going on. Uh, Marissa's on holidays at the moment so she's setting herself somewhere in Thailand and drinking cocktails by the pool. Uh, Lauren is off on holidays soon and and Julia's off to Manila. So it's all been really happening here at the Creative Little Soul headquarters. I have been working my ass off and probably my fingertips more uh, than anything, just heaps of copy and content going on. Uh, so I have been busy and I'm also gearing up to head to South Australia. So I'll be there at the start of uh, September, um, there for a couple of weeks and then off to Brisbane later in the year, probably Melbourne again. And there's just a ton of stuff happening. So I suppose it's better than, you know, you start your own business and you don't have a lot going on, uh, but it is fucking crazy. Um, so this week, uh, what I thought I might talk about would be just some things that kind of uh, can get to you a bit when you have your own small business. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. And I think I've spoken about this a little bit in my written blogs and stuff um, this week. I had been a bit sick. Um, I had been feeling unwell with my MS and I suppose just my workload of, you know, I work with amazing, amazing people, um, but there's just so much going on. And I'm one of those people that is such a perfectionist and I always try to do everything myself. And I learned a while ago that I had to start outsourcing and I had to delegate tasks. And even though stuff is all in my head, that there are people on my team that are competent and that can do things. So, you know, one of the biggest struggles for has always been uh, delegating and being confident in that people can do things. And I suppose an another thing that I've found as well is meetings take a lot of your time up, but they're definitely necessary. And when, um, you know, for a business like my own where you're your brand and people want to connect with you and, and it's very much about a human connection for me, uh, it's really integral that I attend meetings. So, you know, I, I certainly enjoy getting together and, and meeting with people and it's so much easier to be face-to-face -face than having to send 100 million emails going back and forth. But, you know, sometimes when you have four, five, uh, six meetings back to back, you kind of get to the end of the day and you're like, what have I actually achieved? So I suppose, you know, having a busy week and having some tight deadlines and some things that we needed to get done, paired with me being sick, I had a bit of a mini meltdown. Um, and it was very much a, you know, I had a cry and I felt sorry for myself and, and a real moment of, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I working all these hours every single day? Um, I tried to take a day off last week and I failed miserably. Um, a day off for me was not turning my computer on, but I still had emails that I had to attend to and I had to send stuff off to print. And, you know, those things don't stop and you, you can't completely disconnect because if you just – totally vanish off the face of the planet of the earth, then, you know, you've got clients relying on you um, and deadlines to meet and things that need to be done. So, yeah, nah, day off, pff, failed. Got a massage, uh, went and, you know, had a pedicure, you know, chilled out for a bit, uh, still social media, uh, still did a few updates and, and stuff as well. So I 
probably am my own worst enemy in that uh, I am dedicated and committed and, you know, I don't even remember the last time I had a proper day off. And, you know, when you work for yourself, if you stop, then so does the money. Um, it's interesting, though, because when you work um, on a contract basis and you freelance, I suppose one of the biggest things you freak out about is money. Um, and I know so many people get uncomfortable talking about money. And look, every creative and every person that I've met with, it's certainly a real thing. Um, you know, if you're a store and you have like products or produce or something to sell to people, unless you sell those things, then, you know, you don't have money coming in. And largely for us, a lot of what we do is we don't get paid until the job's finished or we strike a deal in that, you know, perhaps they pay a percentage beforehand. And then if it's a large amount, we're pretty cool. And I'm probably, um, nice in that I want to work with people and I want to make my services affordable so I'm quite happy for them to work out a payment plan and every creative that I speak to you know that struggle and that challenge is, is quite real in that you have to manage your cash flow or try and manage your cash flow and it's always that your invoices will come in at once and you'll be you'll be freaking out and you're wondering how you're going to pay everyone and you know how much money you've got on the books coming in and you know it might be a couple of days where you really skint and you save and, you know, you're counting your cigarettes and stuff like that. It's not that bad, but, you know, to, to give you an example, because you don't want to, um, you know, go and live lavishly and you really just want to control everything and make sure that you're okay. And I always try to make sure that I pay everyone before myself and, you know, maintain those relationships with my suppliers and my staff. And I'll always put that ahead of everyone else. And, just the other day, my brother and I were just both like, why the fuck are we doing this? We had really good jobs and we had comfortable jobs where that we were paid handsomely weekly and, you know, there was that stability and there was that reliability that that income was always coming in. And I suppose the thing that we both realised was, well, we're not working for other people. Um, those hours that we put in and that hard work that we put in will pay off and, you know, when that happens, that'll be awesome. And, you know, I suppose we keep telling ourselves that, you know, these people like Steve Jobs and everyone else were down to their last dollars or they were skinting and saving and then boom. Um, I suppose sometimes it is demoralising um, because you work – and I know I work from like, you know, 7 in the morning to 11 o'clock at night and I'm always on call and people – I'll take their phone calls and messages and I'll juggle things. And look, I'm not saying don't feel sorry for me. Like, this is what I chose to do. Um, and, you know, the work's there and I'm grateful for that. Um, but sometimes when you look at what you probably have paid in a week from your clients or, or anyone else, you're probably working and making less than what someone at McDonald's would by the hour. So uh, just putting it out to the universe that there better be a fuck ton of money coming my way uh, eventually and this better pay off because uh, if it doesn't, then I've taken one of the biggest risks for no reason. But look, it's it's not no reason. It's I have the flexibility and freedom to work from home. I have the flexibility and freedom to work with people that I want to work with, um, to really have an opportunity to create and, and change things and also work with people that generally want my help. Um, that genuinely come to me and can see that we can work together and we can do some really cool things together. And, you know, it's, it's all about forming these relationships and putting these things into place and, and look, everything will come and everything will happen as it needs to. So, 
yeah, if you're one of my clients and you, owe you and you owe me money, don't freak out. I'm not having a dig. Um, pay it when you want to, or you know, pay it when you can. Uh, but just remember that uh, I suppose, like anyone else. Um, you know, often we do the work for people and, you know, they forget that we pay, like need to be paid as well. And I think sometimes people as well just don't understand what the creative industry is about. Um, you know, they see value in a lot of things that other people do, but then may not necessarily in what we do. And, you know, a lot of the challenges of when I actually worked for venues um, was that, you know, they didn't see promotions and marketing as, as an important part to their business. But I can certainly tell you the venues that I stopped working with or anyone I had an alliance with, their social media stopped, um, their activities stopped. Um, it's by far not engaging and it's probably affecting their business. So anyway, enough about that. So, um, like everyone else, uh, I guess what I'm saying is I have days where I really question, um, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'm really lucky that I have some great people in my life um, and my loved ones that will support me and let me bitch and vent and, you know, I'll cry and they'll rub my head and they'll make me laugh and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, they certainly in my corner and they're pepping me up and stuff. Um, I suppose the hard thing is when you have an illness um, that controls a lot of, you know, your body and your brain and everything else. It's just this extra bullshit on top of that. So, yeah, I'm not quitting. I'm not going anywhere and I'm far too stubborn and opinionated and, and driven and motivated just to say uh, fuck it and throw in the towel. So, um what have we been working on? So I'll give you a bit of an update as to what's been happening at our office. Um, like I said, a couple of the girls are away, but the, the other ones are here and they're working. Um, we have been working with a real diverse mix of clients. So um, what we've been doing is, and I'll, I'll let you know, so you have an idea as to who I work with and, and what we do. And these are just a few of the clients that we work with. Um, we do probably the bulk of the, uh, the services that we provide for people. At the moment, there's a real trend in uh, social media marketing, uh, coming up with promotional strategies and then posting and creating content for our clients. Now, I won't say who who we do stuff for because that's not important. Um, but, you know, we work for uh, some musicians. We work for some recording artists. We work for retailers who have collectibles and antique stores. We also have a few hospitality clients as well well as, you know, a financial institution, uh, educational institutions, uh, magazines, it's really diverse. So, you know, while we work with uh, small to medium-sized business predominantly and creatives, um, you know, we do a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people probably don't know that we do. Um, so we do some corporate copy and content writing. We blog for people, Um and just, you know, I have a, a client who all I do is I just come up with her Facebook posts. Um, I write them for her and then she posts them when she's ready. So, you know, there's a, a lot of different things that we can do. We can be as involved or not um, with our clients in that, you know, people know that we work with them or they're just quite cool uh, with us doing the ghostwriting thing for them behind the scenes. And look, I'm happy to do either. If you uh, want us to write things for you, um, 
for blogs, for example. So often what our clients will do, we'll, we'll have already set a schedule uh, for the next couple of months on what we're doing, what content we're posting, what kind of things are going to get us engagement and that are relevant to the business. We'll break that down into what might be blog posts. So we can post those on the social media pages and actually post them on the websites. Uh, so then what we're doing is every time that somebody goes to read the content or article, they're linking back to the site. Now, the reason we do that is that uh, by having people in traffic on your website, it's more likely that they're going to have a hover around, look at your services, look at your products and potentially make a sale. Um, so if you do have a blog and you are putting it up somewhere, always suggest that you do it from your website, share that link and then link back to your web. Um, we've been doing uh, quite a bit of blogging uh, for people. Now, generally what they'll do is one or two things. So they might send us some dot points of whatever the topic or subject is. They'll maybe give us like a paragraph or, or half a page. Uh, sometimes they might even, if they're confident or they're a great writer, they might write the articles and then what we might do is just tidy them up, move things around, add in some words which will work with their SEO and then we'll either give it back to them and they'll put it up and post it or we'll do them for them. Another thing is for those that aren't as confident in their writing skills, uh, maybe just don't have the time or the know-how, then what we'll do is we'll come up with the topics and subjects for them. We'll get them to give us, you know, some reference or resources and they will you know, jot down some notes or, or things that are important to them. Uh, we'll spend a bit of time with them and look at some of their writing and just so we get an idea of the kind of words and tones and things that they would use in their writing and then pretty well we'll go and write it for them. So there's probably things that you've read out there um, that, you know, aren't likely to be from that person. And look, there are tons of people that do it. If you seriously think that all these big celebrities are writing their own social media posts, um, their blogs and content, you're very disillusioned. Um, my friends and, and a few people this morning were, were bantering on Facebook about ghostwriting and how it's so prevalent and prominent in the music industry. And, you know, it's, it's nothing new. Like, this is nothing new. There are, are people that, you know, write books for other people. Um, they write blogs. I've done a bunch of stuff uh, for, for clients, written full, you know, brochures and e-books and everything like that. And I'm totally okay with not getting credit. Um, some of the stuff I probably wouldn't want to put my name onto anyway. And it's not because I'm not proud of the quality or the content or, or anything that it's about. But if I was to write a book on health and nutrition, you're seriously not going to take me serious um, because my credentials and everything else are, are better suited to, you know, what I do. And the people who are, you know, personal trainers, nutritionists, they will have that credit and credibility and the content in which they're putting out is is going to get a little bit further. So, you know, while I'm actually writing the stuff for them, you know, they've given me a direction, they've given me some ideas and, you know, largely it's, it's their baby and their vision. We're just helping them guide it in the right direction. Do I think that it's bad? No. Um, I think that if you are seeking fame and glory and you're ghostwriting, then you're doing... Um, the wrong job for the wrong reason. I think if you're quite happy with just working behind the scenes and, and doing stuff to generally help people pay your bills, then I think, yeah, why not? Who cares? Um, 
be clear though when you are working with people, um, especially if it's going to go to publication about, you know, who has the copyright, um, who has the intellectual property and also whether or not you're going to get credit for that. So, look, always be aware of those circumstances. Uh, look at the legal, look at the contracts and if you're happy with the arrangement, then I really don't think it's anyone's business but your own. Um what have we got coming up? So, as I said, we're heading to South Australia. Um, we're going to take Marissa to the country and the region in which I grew up. So, I'm heading over a little bit beforehand. Um, we will be over doing uh, some stuff with my brother and just chilling out and hanging at my parents' house. And then we have the Riverland Gadget and Field Days, which are coming up. Now, they'll be happening over the 18th and 19th of September in Barmer, South Australia. So if you are in the Riverland, Adelaide, Sunraysia, Murray Lands region, um, you'll know about this event anyway. But look, it's two days. Um, there's a bunch of food, entertainment, and a lot of people exhibiting stuff. We are going to be with Pipos Technology Solutions and also Sav's Music and Collectibles. And as Sav's told me, we've got a good spot near the food. So awesome. Uh, my brother and Tim will be there as well. So they'll be doing a uh, pop-up and they'll be serving some food. So, yeah, definitely go and say hi to them. We are going to have um, some really cool things there at our stall. So you have to come and find us and see us. We've actually got some merchandise and we've got some uh, really cool quirky things that we're bringing with us from Sydney. We also have some offers only available for those that are attending the field days. So we've partnered up with our pals at My Guest List. And what we're going to be doing is there'll be some really cool rates available for those that are wanting to sign up and who want to also have us look after their account, help them manage it, and then also put together some promotional activities, how to uh, activate and utilize your database, how to manage your social media, how to get people to sign up. So look, there'll be a, a lot of things going on. Um, we'll certainly probably have some banging tunes if we're next to Sav. Um, I have told him that he has to bring the turntable and I'll probably leave poor Marissa to talk to everyone and um, who knows, might have a sneaky mix. Guys, um, I know this one's been a little bit all over the place, but there's been a lot going on and, you know, it's always cool just to give you guys a bit of an update. If you haven't signed up to our mailing list already, then I suggest doing so. Um, check it out. It is an email which is sent out fortnightly. I'm yet to have all by one person unsubscribe and I know who it was. Um, you know, the emails that we send out just give you stuff about what's happening in the industry, articles and blogs, uh, advice and a lot of tips. And this is stuff that you won't find in any of our other uh, social media platforms or on our website. So the content that we generate and we send out is just unique to that mailing list. If you want to get on there and you want to get involved, let me know. Um, I'm also thinking about working on some new projects where um, I'm going to create a couple of series which will go out uh, to people. Now, these will be paid. Um, so, 
guys, this is more in-depth information and workshopping stuff, but it'll come to you via email. So, you know, there'll be all of the, the information which I discuss and talk about and, and those classes and seminars that I run, but rather than you having to, you know, come to a certain place or try and get me in a certain spot, um, these will be able to come to you at a time that suits you. So, look, I'm really interested to see uh, what your thoughts are on this, if you'd be keen um, on, you know, subscribing to a service where I would send out the series and, you know, what kind of things you'd like to learn from me. I have a few ideas, but look, you know, it's really back to you guys and what you want to be learning. And please leave me a comment and sign up to the mailing list. You can do so either at my website, www.creativelittlesoul.com.au or via our Facebook page and just look for the sign up form on the side. Um, you can always send me an email, send me a message, send me a tweet. You can at me, hashtag me, um, anything really. Okay, thanks for listening and feedback is always appreciated and I'll speak soon. Bye, guys.